and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What is going on? Welcome to Wake and Jake in the Morning. Myself, Jake R. Storielli, Big Baby David Mendelson, and your top right corner, left corner. Should be their right. Your stage left corner with Big Baby David Mendelson. If you're watching on the tube or the book, or if you're listening on the podcast app, uh, excited to talk some football with you guys, getting the tweet out. Let's do it live right now. We are Cronpod, and I think the only way to get through uh, what people are referencing is one of the best NFL games ever, one of the best NFL weekends ever. little sneaky curmudgeon, Jake. Um, I don't think it was one of the best NFL weekends ever. I think there was a ton of fun action, incredible action. So maybe that means the same thing. Who am I? Who am I? Let's do it. Let me get the chat open. I love myself, the chat. Uh, BBD, did you, did you watch the games? How was your weekend? Watched the, uh, the Sunday games closer than... Saturday games. We worked. Yeah. Um, sure did. But yeah, watched them. I watched the games. I'm not afraid to admit it. Proud of you. Uh, really powerful stuff. Uh, yeah, man, I was I was pretty dialed with uh, some random events going on around it. Like, had to do some errands, some laundry. Got a little massage. Treated myself, I'll be honest. But uh, got all the important action... And let's do it. Let's jump back to Saturday as BBD and Joe Burrow's Bang Alley's Cron Pod. Let's get through all of it. They played the Titans, Tennessee, the one seed in the AFC. They got the bye. Their fans yelled at me enough that I was roped in. Derrick Henry back. Mike Rabel, most underrated coach in the NFL. I've been screaming into this microphone. Man, oh man. The Tennessee Titans (laughs) record the most sacks in an NFL playoff game ever. They sacked Joe Burrow nine times. Joe Burrow, awesome. Joe Cool, literally. People call him Joe Cool yet? Should if they aren't. What are we doing? Joe Cool, Joe Burrow. Bengals go up 6 nothing. Uh Evan McPherson, a.k.a. Money Mac. Get used to him, electric. Uh, it is 6 nothing. Bengals. Titans, I should have started here. Tannehill gets intercepted first play of the game. Like, come on, buddy. Tannehill, that's 
the one thing you can't do. I guess we'll say that phrase a few times for Ryan Tannehill. They go on a really nice drive. Nine plays, 84 yards, five minutes, capped off by Derrick Henry, three-yard touchdown. That place is going nuts. Nash Vegas, Vandy, go doors. Penalty on the extra point against Cincy. So you can either kick the field goal, you can enforce it on the kickoff, or you can get the ball in the one-yard line and go for two. They go for two. They get stuffed. Derrick Henry on that one. Player came around the edge, made a great play. Bengals take the ball back. They get another Money Mac field goal, 11 plays, only 39 yards. 54-yard field goal from the rookie who uh, is just now beloved. And flashback to Awaken Jake earlier this year, Evan McPherson, when I was talking to my fiance's dad, the Bengals were playing a game, and he said, oh, kicker's from Florida because he's a Gators fan. So, huge moment there. Second half, Bengals open it up with a big boy drive. Touchdown, Joe Mixon, 16-yard run. Chunker, Randy Bullock kicks a field goal. Kind of rude. He's a little thick, but I don't hate that. You guys know that. And then the Titans followed up. A.J. Brown, awesome pass by Tannehill. How quickly have we forgotten this one? The one-handed catch by A.J. Brown going into the end zone. Perfect throw, perfect catch. All the momentum is going Tennessee's way. The defensive line is killing them. The run game is starting to work for Tennessee. Deontay Foreman, my guy, my fantasy pickup this year. But they kind of went back to Henry, and it kind of wasn't working. And then, and especially with what we saw the rest of the weekend... The Titans have the ball. They're playing scared. They let the clock run down to the two-minute warning because, let's be honest, they don't trust Tannehill. And what happens next? He throws it into triple coverage. Ball pops out. Interception. They set up Money Mac again. 52-yard game winner. Your Bengals. Your Cincinnati Bengals are going to the AFC Championship Congrats, Cincy. Congrats, Joe Burrow. Let's let's circle up and we'll come back to that. Because the night shift, Packers-Niners, two of the more storied NFL franchises, Lambeau Field, some flurries on the field, snow globe environment, they were calling it. Oh. Yeah. Because it wasn't coming down. It was circling. It was beautiful. Uh, anyways, Packers, come out. Opening drive. How's your bye week? Score a touchdown. Uh, A.J. Dillon, who got banged up in this game, and I do think that was a little bit of a factor. Packers go up 7-0. Chaos before halftime, if you remember. Uh, Green Bay, they end up with the ball again. They drive down. Drive down. I guess I was in Green Bay for this one. Field goal attempt blocked, and everyone's saying, oh, the Green Bay special teams, they've been bad all year. That probably won't matter. Biggest game of the year. Uh, Garoppolo was hold your breath. My goodness. Hmm. Some of the balls he was throwing. There was one 
This play isn't getting talked about now. But Kevin King, I believe it was. I believe it was him. Green Bay defensive back. There was a ball he could have easily intercepted, but he had his eyes on the defender. So he went and he hit the defender, but he wasn't looking at the ball. If he looked at the ball at all, he had the angle he could have caught. It would have been a pick six. We move on from that. Mason Crosby makes a field goal to make it 10-3 Green Bay, even though Mason Crosby seemingly misses every field goal. 33-yard field goal, by the way. So Packers were driving. They don't get the touchdown. And then 4-41 remaining in the fourth quarter. The Niners and Jimmy G really not able to muster up, although that Trent Williams block was really cool. Everyone was talking about that on the interstate. BBD's Telonoa, 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 Hafunga, six-yard touchdown on the blocked punt. Packers fans, everyone getting out their tweets that their special teams have been so bad all year. And apparently they were right. It's a 10-10 game. Hey, but you just gave Rodgers the ball. Again, think about what we just saw last night. Mahomes, Josh Allen, 13 seconds. Rodgers gets the ball back, does nothing, just lobs one to Devontae. And supposedly, I think Lazard was crazy open on that play. Niners get the ball. Good as gold. 45-yard field goal in the snow. Niners win 13-10 in Lambeau. Is it Rodgers' last game? Packers, what is you doing, baby? What a disaster. What a disaster in Lambeau. Jimmy G, and uh, before we move on to yesterday's games, Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is just Mm. awesome. Awesome. Best, like, best watch in football right now. Non-quarterback is our guy, Debo. That set us up for the Sunday slate. Would it match up two road dogs winning on game-winning field goals? And guess what? This one would end the same way, but with a different route. Trevor Plouffe's Rams went to play the Buccaneers. Stafford versus Brady. And the Rams are dominating. They go up 20-3. to They go up 27-3. to They had a chance to go up 27-3 to before the half. But the head fumble play, if you remember that, Cam Akers tumbling over, late strip by the Bucks. They stop another score. Doesn't matter. As I just mentioned, Trev's Matt Stafford goes in. It's 27-3. Yeah. Tom Brady, 28-3. Everyone was thinking it. Nobody wanted to believe it because you can't believe it. You couldn't believe it was going to happen again. Especially when they kick a field goal, a sad field goal, a 31-yard field goal that was like, okay, you just made it 27-6? to What are we doing here? Right after that fumble. (laughs) Can't do that. Can't do that, Rams. Playoff Lenny, he scores a touchdown 27-13. Okay, okay. Little back and forth, little back and forth. Mike Evans, 55-yard touchdown over Jalen Ramsey. It's 27-20. to 20. Tampa gets the ball back again. They drive. Leonard Fournette, 
nine-yard run. It's 27-27 right after the 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 tight end catch that was just short of the first down, and you thought it might get stopped there. It does not. Rams, Stafford, get the ball back. Are they going to play conservative? Cooper Cup over the top. Guys, check out Cooper Cup season. I've been telling you. Cooper Cup gets loose. Matt Stafford drops it in the bucket. And Matt Gay, 30-yard field goal. Another road dog game-winning field goal at the end to set us up for the game of the weekend. Chiefs-Bills. Bills-Chiefs in Kansas City. Mahomes and Allen. Stephon Diggs' redemption game. He watched them celebrate. He also watched a lot of this game, except... When he took out that fan on the field. Nice moment in sports. Uh, Bills opening drive. Two fourth down conversions to keep their perfect postseason offense streak going. Singletary finishes it with the one yard run. Mahomes. He comes back. He scores eight yard run. Byron Pringle. Awaken Jake favorite. We decided that's going to be a really fun name to remember in a few years. He gets the touchdown. It's 14-7. to Minute 52 left in the half. Kansas City looking like they're starting to churn. Gabriel Davis. Here's a name. Here's a guy. A name that'll go down in NFL history. He scores a touchdown. 37 seconds left. Allen drove him down 75 yards in a minute. 15 seconds. That will look like a lot of time soon. Third quarter. Harry Butker, hilarious name. <laughs> Got BBD with that. Field goal. Nicole Hardman will also be looked back at with Byron Pringle. Um, what a run by him. Looked like there was nothing there. Put a little hezzy hay on a D lineman on the sweep. Ends up in the end zone. It's 23-14 to 14, Kansas City. Is this it? Have the Chiefs found it? Is it over? Gabriel Davis, 75 yards. One play. Josh Allen with a rope, a frozen rope in Arrowhead. 23-21 into the fourth. Harry Butt field goal. Two-minute warning. Bills have the ball. Fourth down. Fourth and a lot. Gabriel Davis again. Unreal, man. Unreal. This whole final sequence does not. Seem real. It was fourth and 13. Davis put on an all-time wide receiver move. He dropped him. He dropped the defensive back. Incredible. They get the two-point conversion to Diggs. There he is. It's, it is, let me see, make sure I've got my numbers right. The Bills, they took a three-point lead with the two-point conversion. Got lost for a second. Two-point lead, three-point lead, excuse me. Will Kansas City get the field goal to match? They do more than that. Tyreek Hill. I just, I don't think anyone's really seen it look like that on a football field. (laughs) Unbelievable, 64 yards. He just runs away from people and he makes it look so easy. Bills have the ball back. Guess what? Six plays, 49 yards. Josh Allen to Gabriel Davis. Fourth touchdown. By the way, BBD, we might have to double check this. I believe 
The Bills' long snapper is Reed Ferguson. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours. Who follows us and everything like that, so okay. He and I DM a lot. Well, now I'm a little sad because you already, if you're listening to this, you already know what happens next. The Bills kick off through the end zone. Mahomes to Tyreek for the quickest 19 yards you'll ever see. And then he goes to the other guy. He goes to Kelsey. God, how many yards was that? The quickest 25 yards you'll ever see from a tight end. Harrison Butker, 49-yard field goal. We're going to overtime. Kansas City wins the toss. And the phrase you will hear around the water cooler and everywhere on sports, Josh Allen doesn't get to see the ball again as Travis Kelsey catches the eight-yard touchdown from Mahomes. Little bobble. Romo wasn't sure at first, and then he was. Chiefs win 42-36, an all-time game. And the little crom pod was brought to you by DraftKings. Hope hope you won some bets this weekend. I ended up placing some weird ones at the end because Poppy needed a winner, and I did get one. Uh, and by the way, I was placing those bets in New York where DraftKings Sportsbook is now live. Place a bet anywhere in New York State, and you can bet $5 on any playoff game and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. The wait is over. New Yorkers, go check out DraftKings. They have some great promotions, some like... I think there was one the other night if there was a basket scored in in Brooklyn versus Dallas, and you could bet up to $30 on it. Hit that bet. That was pretty easy. You guys should do those ones. And DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY. Get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets. If your team wins, that's promo code JOMBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Must be 21 plus and physically present in NY. Gambling problem? Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 Alright I wanted to lay it all out there You guys if you're listening to this you, you probably have some semblance of what happened this weekend Let me get the chat going God I love the chat Fayou, Nate Steele, Tom Ace uh, Everyone who's in here live Thank you Man All right, so I've got some old man takes. Let's get those out of the way. I mentioned it at the top. Um, You know, Bills Chiefs, I really can't argue with you too much. I mean, that's as exciting as a football game gets, and Mahomes and Allen are playing, and we're playing at such a high level of football that I'm not going to argue with you there. That was awesome. And, I mean, the Sunday final game, like, that's that's how you draw it up. Bengals-Titans, Niners-Packers. I guess I'll, I'll keep those away from Rams-Bucks because, I mean, that's Tom Brady coming back and then Stafford makes the big throw. Titans blew it. Like, I... <laughs> I don't want to be that sports radio guy, but, like, let's be real. Tannehill with three picks? It's not good. First play of the game interception. It was like the three times he could not throw a pick. 
They started just mauling, running the ball. Foreman breaks one loose. They go wide receiver screen. That gets intercepted. Second interception where they were driving. And, God, even a field goal would have been so huge in this game. And then he throws the third pick where they're basically... His coach is telling him they're burning the clock. Like, they're hoping to get a shot at a long field goal, but they were burning the clock down. And he does the one thing you can't do, and I, I, I thought a great point I heard was the throw wasn't to A.J. Brown or Julio Jones, like, trying to make a great play. It was, like, triple cub coverage to Westbrook Akine, guy who was a fun fantasy pickup for one week this this year. Um Man, just brutal for the Titans. I uh, I don't know what you do. Uh, I don't know what you do. I mean, this, this game was years to have. The defense, I know Tennessee isn't a sexy defense names-wise. You might know Bud Dupree, but you probably know him from his Steelers days. Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins, he's around... Harold Landry, that's a name you should know. He started dominating this game. Maybe you know Kevin Byard, all pro safety. Anyways, the Tennessee defense was awesome. Nine sacks. Burrow was getting destroyed. No time. Cincinnati kept running these long developing pass plays where Burrow didn't even have a shot, and, and that was bizarre in its own own way. It feels like that's... Any football team, any person that's played Madden, like if you're getting getting a ton of pressure, give give your QB a quick outlet, slant or something. Never happened. That being said, and and Cincy fans haven't been happy with me because I haven't really been drinking the Kool-Aid. Before Jer Burrow's final throw to get them in position, I said to build the Burrow statue already. He got sacked nine times. Joe Burrow isn't one of these, like, don't get me wrong, Joe Burrow's a big human. <clears throat> Listed 6'4", 221. But, I mean, Josh Allen, Big Ben, Cam Newton. Like, some of the big boys that play quarterback, I even think Tannehill's low-key, like a really big dude. Like, Burrow's... He's just not, like, built like a tank. He's not... Naturally thick, like one. I've said this before, but my my buddy that got drafted in the NFL, Shane Bannon, Chiefs, could have been a part of this. Shane, that's that's rude. Um, he said he went to the NFL rookie thing, and Cam Newton was the naturally biggest person he's ever met. And like linemen and D linemen were there and stuff. And he said Cam was huge. Uh, Burrow, BBD has a. Hand up. Joe Burrow listed 6'4", 221. Ryan Tannehill listed 6'4", 217. Okay. So, so how about that? Same. Some I mean, said low-key anyway. Different padding maybe got me there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I see in the chat right now, Burrow the truth, Joe Burr built different. He really is. Like, there's no argument there. Like, he is tough. He's swaggy. He's awesome. They won a real gritty game in Tennessee. 
I mean, against the one seed, and I know Tennessee wasn't a traditional one. They don't have Mahomes. They didn't have Josh Allen. They beat those teams. They got the one seed. And I guess that's where I come back. Deontay Foreman, four carries for 66 yards. They went back to Henry. They came the rock 20 times for 62. I mean, when Foreman broke off that big one, it was kind of like, hey, you could get Henry some more run, but like, let's, let's get it to Foreman. And then the other play that me and my buddies were losing it, the Titans, they were in four-down territory. So on third down, they ran what looked like a run-pass option, and who knows if it was called for Tannehill to keep it or if he made the decision. But Tannehill keeps it on, like, third and two, gets nowhere. Then they run it with Henry. There's just no blocking. The whole play gets blown up. Between the three Tannehill interceptions... That third and fourth down, which I don't know whether to put that on Tannehill or Rabel, who I've been defending in a stand of. I'm sorry, Cincinnati. I love Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow, I want him to be called Joe Cool. Like, I'm into it. But the Tennessee Titans, man. That's a bad loss. I know they don't have Rodgers and they don't have the prestige of the Packers. So when we talk about bad losses, but this is bad. This is really bad. You were the one seed at home. Burrow and the Bengals. Hey, maybe they go Super Bowl dancing. I think there's going to be a lot of money on those Chiefs next week. And again, maybe this the Burrow legend continues. LSU to here. If he takes down Mahomes next week, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit, dude. But those Tannehill interceptions, I mean, those are just three bad ones. Like, not not like you were trying to make a great play or a D-back came out of nowhere or, you know, long third down. First play of the game, wide receiver screen. And then at the end of the game, when you just can't give the ball back. I don't know, man, if you're the Titans. I know our guy, Bobby Skinner, kept saying that the Niners have a Jimmy G problem. Tennessee, it's official. Like, I'm sorry. Ryan Tannehill can do whatever he wants in the regular season at this point, but he's clearly the weak part of this team. Like, literally go anywhere else on the field. So how could you possibly justify... Running that back at this point. I guess that's that's the thing. Uh, the Derrick Henry part of this sucks. He comes back, metal plate in the foot or whatever. And he doesn't look awful, but he doesn't look good. Like, you know, arguably best running back in the league when he's right. So that part stinks. Even, even regardless of, like, health, just he's out, what, eight weeks or something? Yeah. Like, it's an impossible it's ask. Rhythm. It's an impossible ask. And there was a couple plays that you were watching it. Like, one time he bounced it outside, and it was just him and a D-back, and you're like, oh, I think he might get nasty right here. And he just kind of, like, treaded into him and fell. Uh, A.J. Brown's awesome. Like, 
I know we've done this before, and we've done, and Chris Rose had a tweet about it. Like, where's A.J. Brown on the pantheon of NFL wide receivers? Because, like, if you paired him up with Rodgers for a year, I think he's putting up Devontae Adams-type numbers. But he's with Tannehill. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, Bengals, congratulations. Like, what a turnaround. Again, the Joe Burrow stuff's awesome. He wants to be in Cincinnati. They turned it around. He's fun to watch. He took an absolute beating. Absolute beating. If you're Tennessee, like, you're doing anything you can to get in, anything you can to kind of get into the quarterback carousel this offseason. But I don't know. I mean, everyone wants Rodgers and Russ. I don't. Rodgers has always seemingly wanted California. If he's leaving Green Bay, he's recently been the happiest dude in the world in Green Bay. Hmm. I think being in Green Bay has helped him with all his off-the-field stuff that's been going on. Um, and Russ. Sounds like Russ doesn't want to go to Nashville. Not a Nash Vegas guy. Go to a bachelor party there, Russ. See if you have a good time. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I wonder what goes on with Tennessee cause Derrick Henry running backs don't continue to get better, especially if you're a big guy that just had a serious foot injury. The defense was so good. I don't know. I, you gotta be working the wire for every quarterback. Like if they had Matt Stafford, I think they win. I think they win that game. Try, trying to think of what other vet QBs are available. It's like, I think Kirk Cousins is the only other one, and that's a lateral move. Yeah, like that's... Like Kirk can also just do whatever he wants in the regular season at this point. Like, I think there's a pretty good argument for Kirk ahead of Tannehill, but still, yeah. you're right. I mean, you're just but, making it... Like the juice being worth the squeeze. The Vikings already made that bet, and it didn't pay off for them, so... Yeah, man, I uh, I don't know. I, I feel bad for Titan fans. I mean, Evan Phillips, our guy in the chat. Oh, I see a Deshaun Watson yeah, in the chat. That. Yeah, I mean, that's... Need football ability, yeah. yes. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, there's a lot, a lot of stuff. Happening there. There's a lot of stuff off the field there. Uh, the Rodgers thing kind of feels like a fit, but it, it's all up to him. So, but, yeah, I mean, you gave this Tennessee Titans team... Aaron Rodgers. Uh, congrats, Cincinnati. Burrow. Chase is awesome. He casually breaks 100 yards again. T. Higgins with 96. Usama, the tight end. How's your 7 for 71, kid? Um, and I will say, I mean, I, I'm giving Tannehill shit for the, um, the interceptions, as well he deserves it. Um, but, man, the, the Mike Hilton screen... Interception was nice. I mean, tips it up to himself. It's a nice play. It's just kind of like it's the only thing you can't let happen, Tannehill. Um, and the Bengals did some other little stuff well. I mean, special teams, they had some really strong kickoff returns. And Money Mac, Evan McPherson, the kid. Uh, everyone's calling him the second-best kicker in the league now, next to Justin Tucker, apparently. On his way out to make the kick, he said, we're going to the AFC Championship game, boys. Uh, so, the Evan McPherson, Money Mac, 
stories and tales are starting to build just as Joe Burrows. Um, and if you're Tennessee, man, like Julio Jones was looking decent in this game, six for 62. Um, I mean, obviously you, you can upgrade other places. Like they don't have a tight end that scares you. They kind of don't have a slot receiver that scares you in Tennessee. Um, you can make other upgrades, but this is a really good football team that I mean even with their just their top two receivers are like I, you just won't find a better one two than that. Yeah, it depends what Julio I Jones could, is. We're kind of still not fully sure because he was hurt and then he did yeah. look solid at the end after not doing a lot. I guess I guess I guess the other one would be Cup and Odell who did yeah. survive. And they have more guys. They're good. Heavens and Godwin dead. Um Whoa, that got heavy. Yeah, I I don't know. I just, Bengals-Chiefs is going to be a really fun discussion, and I'm sure we're going to touch on that later in the week. I'm sure we are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I could see that being a topic we talk about (laughs) later in this week. Um, Which there might be some scheduling funny business. This this show might be interesting. It might be Friday morning, or it would still come out Thursday, same time, pre-recorded. We all... Do like a phone thing at least. Yeah, I think, and I know one of the people we want to do it with, we might be in close cahoots with, so we'll see what's going on. Uh, we do have a really crazy fun week at John Boy Media. Unfortunately, like leading up to the new office, secret. I will say, the, if, you're an, if you're an interested listener, mm. you will find out soon enough. Yes. If not a, not a huge delay. Yes. Um, sorry, Titans. I think, uh, I do think, hey, the conversation for the next week is going to be Burrow Mahomes shootout and how fun is that, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, I do think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it would have been more fun, to be completely honest with you, if we were getting a second week of a healthier Derrick Henry and we were talking about the team that just had nine sacks going against Mahomes and the Chiefs. That's just me. Titans had beat the Chiefs. Bengals beat them too. But I don't know. I think the Chiefs were hiding their cards because they thought they were going to run into these Bengals in the playoffs. We'll see what Reed and company have up their sleeves. Any uh, any Bengals-Titans thoughts, Biebs? Not really. This was the game I definitely saw the least of because I was still here. Uh, but I did see the very end. and It was exciting. I mean, clo- close late all you want as a as a neutral viewer. So I got that. Burrow, man. Burrow's um, just awesome. He's cool. Very cool. I think they, I think every, whoever the best uh, O-lineman is, uh, I think will, at the time the Bengals pick, whenever that is, uh, I imagine will be the selection. Yeah, that's, that's where things start getting fun if you're the Bengals because now that you know Burrow, Chase and Higgins are pretty damn good. I mean, you can add another body there or another tight end or whatever, but yeah, I mean, they're... Don't know their full draft capital situation, but you imagine that they're all in on O line, O line and defense, man. And it's that's a pretty cool position to get get at as a franchise because I think uh, some of these other teams this weekend, Bills, Chiefs, like you, <laughs> it's kind of the formula. That's kind of the NFL formula. The next game, and again, this is where. I think this is an all-time game to a degree, but not all-time game because it was good. Like, Packers-Niners, 
Packers score on the opening drive. They don't score a touchdown the rest of the way, which, like, hey, kudos to the Niners. Good game plan. Heard there was some crazy stat that Rodgers targeted Devontae and Aaron Jones 20-plus times, and everyone else was, like, seven. I mean, look at these catches. Aaron Jones, 9 for 129. Devontae, 9 for 90. The only other catches, Alan Lazard, one for six. Mercedes Lewis, one for zero. Nobody else. Two receivers with more than one catch on the Green Bay Packers. Meanwhile, Jimmy G, man, there's the Packers. And I guess that's where the old man in me is coming out a little bit, where it's like, A, Rodgers is getting killed today, obviously. Rightfully so, to a degree. Score a touchdown on the opening drive and you don't score a touchdown the rest of the way? Like, yeah. You kind of deserve to. You absolutely deserve to. And especially the big one for me is they got the ball at the end. Tie game, tens. You blew the punt. Look at <laughs> Mahomes and Allen the next night. Those guys couldn't decide who was going to have it last. Um, but at the same time, I'm over here saying, I'm over here saying, start doing Kyle Mooney. Um, <laughs> if Green Bay gets that punt off, which they didn't, it got blocked. Good job, 49ers. Packers special team, an all-time bad special team, apparently. But if the Packers get off a simple punt, I still think they win the game. Niners offense didn't score a touchdown. Not like Jimmy G played over his head. He he didn't play. He looked like Jimmy G. 11 for 19, 131, zero touchdowns, one interception. If I told you, guess what quarterback stat line that was going to be this weekend? Overwhelmingly Jimmy G. With a little cheddar on Tannehill. It would have been like a 85-10 and like five other. I mean, and like kudos to the Packers defense. That was a really good defense. Elijah Mitchell held to 3.1 yards to carry. Debo, the best ever. Like the best ever. They held him to four yards of carry. What are you celebrating over there, BBD? Uh, Dable's having a second interview with the Giants Ooh. today. Uh, I'll give Talking Giants the shout-out early on uh, things that came out. But uh, on the Joe Shane Hired episode, uh, both both of them wanted Dable as the guy, and, and Justin laid it out perfectly and said, yeah, ideally, uh, Bill's losing a high-scoring overtime game. Mm. They don't even get the ball. And... Uh, and then Dable's available to just be hired this week. Yeah. And that's uh <laughs> that that is how it went down. To a T. Assuming this is uh we cross the finish line here soon. John Boy Media, predictions company, basically. Do you and see the, the Bob- football guys are on an are an incredible run. Bobby was six for the first six on playoff games. Yeah. I wonder where that landed yesterday. Might have to because he have, did he did tweet like a full prediction. Yeah, he did a full which no one's ever changed. done. Because the matchups like change after the seed and all that. Because <laughs> that was the crazy part. Like that's the reason, like basketball doesn't reseed because 
fun to do like a little bracket. Right. Thing. Good for Bobby. Bobby Skinner crushed it. Uh, it does stink that Bills are, I think, the first one he got wrong. Yeah, that's right. He was riding, riding the Bills, and we all saw why. Like, no shame, no shame in that game. Yeah. But Green Bay, I mean, dude, the Rodgers stuff is so true. <laughs> I mean, what's that? Uh, owing all in the chat. Can the Giants fuck off for 15 seconds? Yeah, it's a fair point. That's a really fair point, actually. I agree. <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> completely agree. Uh, Rodgers, 20 for 29, 225, zero TD, zero picks. What? Um, A.J. Dillon did get hurt in this game after he scored the touchdown. You wonder how much a part of... Their plans he was. He's a really fun watch when he's right. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I guess that's where I want to jump around and talk about different players. But it's it's like two special teams plays. Like, that's literally it. Packers had a field goal blocked because Mason Crosby has missed every field goal he's ever taken. And then they had a blocked punt. For a touchdown. If that doesn't happen, like Green Bay wins this game 13 to 10. And it would anyone be trashing Rodgers today? No. No, they'd be saying how strong this Green Bay team is. Even even when Rodgers doesn't have his A plus day in the snow, they still dominated a really good 49ers team. We're not saying that because their special teams was the worst ever and they knew it and they just never addressed it. What the hell is that? Like, there was literally a Niners press conference where they were like, hey, are you going to do anything about the special teams? And LaFleur was just like, no, we're going to let it ride. Hey, man. Seems like that could have been The wrong move. Um, and I guess that's why the Saturday games just uh, lost a little juice for me because it. I don't want to do a better team one type thing because that just makes me sound, sound kind of soft, but like it was big mistakes over winning plays. And I guess that's why I like the Sunday games a lot more because although the Bucks have to come back, and they're down by a ton. Matt Stafford ends up making a play that wins the game. Sure, it was a pretty bad play by Winfield in the Bucks secondary. Hey, maybe don't let the guy who's having top three wide receiver season ever pass you in the final seconds. That's just me. I'm a little old school that way. Um, how about Matty Staff? 28 for 38. Trevor Plouffe on the Stafford family flight on the way home. I mean, what's Trev's record at games this year? They had that one, they had the San Fran loss, which... I think it's only one loss. And and I think that's the only loss he's had this year. I think that's only loss. We can check on the Trevor Plouffe record scale. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm going to throw myself under the bus there, here. Uh, Trev has FaceTimed me twice while on the Stafford family PJ. Both times he expects 
to turn the camera and get a reaction from people. And they're like, don't know this guy. We're on plain Wi-Fi and I don't know who that is. <laughs> so <laughs> is it just Olivia like disappointed? I mean, Olivia gave me a very nice hello. Everyone else. The people who have never spoken to it's you like before. like nameless Jeff. I would love to know the rules on the plane. Like is... Because Matt Stafford's on the flight with the players on the way back. So yeah. this is just family and friends. So I, I don't know. We'll have to get an update from Trevor on that. Uh, that being said... I It seemed like this game was going to have overtime, right? And we were about to do the same... Same thing we just, we did in the nightcap. Um, Tom Brady, man, he's still got it. It's insane. 27-3. to And this is where I was getting mad this morning at my Denver Broncos. Hey, so we got some Giants and Broncos talking. Um, no, it's just like... Look what Allen and Mahomes, Tom Brady, Stafford. Like, you can't get Teddy Bridgewater unless you have one of the better rosters put around. Like, people were going through the Niners roster today, and it's like, okay, so you have a head coach who's one of the offensive, maybe one of the, the top offensive running geniuses in league history. He comes from a dude, his dad was literally the guy, like best running head coach, why all those Denver Broncos teams always had 1,000-yard rushers, rushers. That was Mike Shanahan. That was his dad. From Terrell Davis to Olandis Gary, like uh, McGate, Clinton Portis, all of those guys. Peyton Hillis. Like that all tied to Mike Shanahan. This is his son. It's got a lot of similar principles in there. So you've got that. George Kittle, like an all-time tight end. He is. Debo, trying to tell you, every week, this dude is awesome. Like as awesome as awesome gets. So all right, so we've got an all-world wide receiver running back combo player, an all-world tight end. Trent Williams is supposedly... Lenny's healthy, like, one of the best all-around players in the league. He's almost the offensive lines version of Aaron Donald. He's just a massive freak. He had the viral block video going around. And then you go, like, uh, they got a bunch of studs on defense. Bosa. Um, anyways. If you want to compete, you need a good quarterback, so that's why I got mad at the Broncos this morning. Tom Brady came back from 27-3. Playoffs, the Rams, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. He came back against that team from 27-3, tied it up, and then, dude, this is the other thing that I can't believe it's not getting talked about enough. Cooper Cup. Cooper motherfucking Cup, man. Mm. Jamar Chase has a nice catch on the last drive to set up the Bengals field goal. Everyone loves Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase mania. We know all about it. Him and Burrow connection. That's kind of the story there, right? 
The night game. Tyreek Hill. Kelsey. Cooper Cup outplayed all of these dudes this year. And on the final drive to beat Tom Brady at home, Cooper Cup had a 22-yard reception and I think a 40-yard reception. I'll double-check. To win on the road in the playoffs against Tom Brady in a game his team just gave up a 24-point lead. 44-yard catch. 20 yards and 44 yards. Cooper Cup. Mike Evans. Pretty much everyone knows him on the other side of the field. He had a big catch in this game. Cooper Cup. We're doing best players in football. Like, he needs to. He needs to be on that list somewhere. Like, arguably top 10. Look at his stats this year. Let's bring up Cooper Cup's stats. I didn't think I was going to do it. And he was... It's one of the best wide receiver seasons ever, and he's been putting up big numbies for a couple years now. And how many people are going to list him as their number one just wide receiver in the NFL? Not nearly enough. 145 catches. 1,947 yards. Almost 2,000 yards. 16 touchdowns. If that's any other name, if that's Terrell Owens, that's Mike Evans, that's Odell Beckham Jr., his teammate, on the last drive to beat Tom Brady. Hey, Stafford threw the ball, and that's awesome, and he's getting a ton of love. Cooper Cup's the guy that got open. Gave them 64 yards on two catches to win in Tampa against Tom Brady to not go to the OT coin flip, which we saw how that worked out for the Buffalo Bills. How Cooper Cup isn't getting more love today, I don't know. Like, I just think everyone's too excited about Stafford actually doing it. That, like, Cooper Cup, bro of the night, early and, early and often, out there. Good for him. Any uh, any Bucks Rams thoughts, BBD? Were you at this game with Trev? No, no. They uh, the next time. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, you're in a weird spot because I like being with Trev on mm. the Maddie Staff bandwagon, and the Rams are fun. I still have a soft spot for Odell. I hate it about myself, sure. but I do. I like Odell. Um, but also I picked the Bucks. Mm. So, like, you want to look smart. I was in a similarly tough spot in Bills-Chiefs. Uh, soft spot for the Bills, but I picked the Chiefs, and then like Reed and Ferguson, not Andy. Um, not, don't hate him. Mm. It's just I've been in a lot of weird uh, rooting positions this week. and But that game was really fun, and the whole time, you're like, I just like everyone assumed Brady was coming back from 27-3, and he, like he did. He didn't do anything, like, wrong. Yeah, I feel like everyone watching it... He did his part. You just can't believe it until a certain point. And once it was 27 to 20, and you're like, oh, boy. The bad man's too close. And he was. And the, um, and the Bucks' defense was a big, big, big part of it, holding them the way they did, uh, just until the very end, and somehow letting Cooper Cup be as open as he could be. straight over the top. Um, yeah, Sue had the huge strip... 
um, that that was the quick turnover, and then they had the interception before that. Um, man, the Rams, and dude, dude, another thing I was thinking of, good for the Rams. Like, they're a team that had a lot of pressure this year. Matt Stafford. McVay goes out and trades all his picks to get Matt Stafford. Like, McVay, Stafford, they go make the Von Miller trade. Trade him more picks. Like, this team, in the best division in football, and that's become very apparent, this team had a lot of pressure to get to this point. Like, people liked them before the season to be a Super Bowl team. It was like a sexy pick because they got Stafford. It almost got too sexy that people were talking themselves out of the Rams. But Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, Odell, Cooper Cup, with McVay, they're stacked. Yeah, they, um, like people got excited about the Matty Staff edition and then, but it's also like he's only done so much. Like this, these are his first playoff wins, and uh, and beyond that, I mean, late in the regular season, they're talking about the numbers Cooper Cup was putting up, and and I've been thinking about like, you know, like wide receiver quarterback chemistry is a thing that generally takes a long time right. to develop. So to have this kind of season from Cup in his first season with Stafford, with and they have a lot of weapons he could be passing to. So to get that one connection like down, it's like. Just everything about it has been impressive. Sorry, Lions. Sorry, Detroit Lions. That your organization is what it is. Yeah. But so, like somehow like an underrated, like an, an underappreciated bad org, I feel like. Yeah. It just gets lost in the shuffle. Browns. People almost got over how bad it was. They were just like, ah. Oh, yeah, they're bad. And then. Like Lions almost. They were. So, they don't even get to be a joke. Yeah, it got past like sports bullying. Like we bullied the Browns for years. Like the Browns Knicks are was bullying. like, yeah, you guys do stink. Lions almost didn't feel like worth it. It's like you guys know. I guess like Lions and Kings are kind of in the same boat. Like we just don't even mm. like, talk about it. Mm. They're that bad. I do like that. I've been comparing the NBA and NFL a lot lately. Look at you, Cooper Cup, LeBron. This all leads us up to the Bills and the Chiefs, the Sunday night game, Allen Mahomes, the redemption game. Let's do some stat lines quick. Josh Allen, 27 for 37, 329, four touchdowns, zero interception. By the way, 11 carries for 68 yards. Patrick Mahomes, 33 for 44, 378. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Also, seven carries for BBD, 69 yards and a touchdown. Those dudes are freaks. Uh, Buffalo, before the season, I picked the Patriots to win the AFC East. Looked like it was going to happen. Didn't happen. They still made the playoffs. They looked so sad for a second in the midseason there. Josh Allen's awesome. I know I've been on a big Herbert over Josh Allen. is almost like a 
a janky hot take a little bit. Like, you're not going to hear this everywhere. How can I put Herbert above Josh Allen right now? Uh, this was in Arrowhead. This was toe-to-toe with Mahomes, the dude. And running the ball, the dude's a freight train. He is a horse. What's Josh Allen listed at? 6'5", 237. I think we're going to pump those up. I think we were looking at I think we were looking at 253 last night. IMO. Jakey Waits. This game gets nuts. Just absolutely nuts down the stretch that I mean the first half you almost <laughs> you kind of let go. Like sure Josh Allen has the the back-to-back drives to end the half were huge. But in the second half, the Nicole Hardman run. Go watch that replay. It looks like there's nothing. And then, whoop. Just like Roadrunner sneaks out. He scores a touchdown. Pylon. Uh, and then the Josh Allen Gabriel Davis show starts. 27 yard touchdown pass. Minute 54 left. I know we already relived all, all of this. The Tyreek Hill touchdown, again, I just, you guys tell me. I've, Hester returning punts kind of looked like it. Um, some Barry Sanders highlights. He's playing a different sport. I just don't get it. Like, even, you know, like Deshaun Jackson in his prime was pretty cool, pretty shifty, a lot of fun. Home run threat every play. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. It seems it's at a different speed. It seems he's playing the game at a different speed. Um, And I... Pretty much, truly, don't understand it. Um, Gabriel Davis, let's give this dude some more love for having an absolutely historic football game. 22 years old. UCF. How about that? Some of those good UCF teams. Gabriel Davis. Started coming into his own later this season. You see the targets really start to tick up. A four-touchdown game. And I thought that was kind of one of the funny woes from this weekend. Not woes like sad. Woe is W-O-A-H. Gabriel Davis. One guy had four touchdowns in a game. Another team... Set the record for most sacks in a game. Those guys both lost. How nuts is that? It's bizarre. It's just straight up bizarre. Um, I guess not in this game where 13 seconds was enough for Patrick Mahomes. And Gabriel Davis, the play that he put the defensive back on skates was so awesome. Fourth and 13. Drops him, 
Kemba Walker. If you don't know that reference, Kemba Walker, one of my favorite basketball plays all time at UConn, drops. McGee, big man for Pitt, ugly, hated him. Dropped him for the game, hit the bucket. Gabriel Davis did the same thing. I just didn't think there'd ever be a comp to that on a football field, and there was. Reed Ferguson, damn. We're going to have to reach out to him. And then 13 seconds, everyone's talking about that today. Uh, Man... This was my only, uh, and I know everyone's talking about it, so I won't even drive it home. They kicked the ball through the end zone when they could have squib kicked it, which you're probably trading, you know, 10 yards or so, but you're hoping to burn four or five seconds. And look how it plays out. Five seconds, 19 yards for Tyreek. 25 yards, 5 seconds for Travis Kelsey. They're a freak show, man. They're an absolute freak show. And I, uh, I'm i a little mad at myself when, when we did the show with Bobby and gave out our Super Bowl picks. Um, I, think I, I think I felt a little peer pressure. I'm not going to make excuses. But all year I told you guys, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, they're going to be there. They're going to be there. Mahomes. The Chiefs. Then I got sexy on you. Wanted some Titans love. Why not? Tighten up. Rabel. Chiefs. Reed. Mahomes. Kelsey. Hill. Edwards. Edwards Alaire looked pretty good last night. McKinnon from the top rope. We'll see what goes on with their defense. Tyron Matthew got hurt. That opened up some of the scoring and should lead to a fun Chiefs Bungles game. But what a weekend for the NFL. Um, you guys probably want to talk about overtime a little bit. Yeah, we for the playoffs, we need a different solution. I'm cool with college rules. I guess I, I see people saying 10-minute or 15-minute, like just play another quarter. And I just think it, that's a little too scary. Like... You're going to play another potential half of football. And, like, yeah. what, if, what if that was leading up to this weekend's games? Like, that's a huge disadvantage. Playing another half of football? Yeah, if it goes to a second. I think you'd have to, if you did that, you have to drop it down at least to 10 from 15. Both teams need a chance. Do the college rules, right? Something like them. Start at the 50. So you have to get like one first down to score. I don't know. It's uh, it's just brutal. I couldn't imagine being a Bills fan. Like that's torture. Like that's... And Josh Allen's played back-to-back perfect games basically. One literally. And uh, from there... For it to end without him getting a chance. Stinks. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel like what sports are about. Um, Regular season, it's kind of fine. I mean, sure, I guess I'd prefer they get a chance. But. you got to do something. I mean, it's football. It's as physical as it gets. As physical as it gets. Sports. 
Um, Chiefs are nasty. Mad that I doubted myself at all. Because um, I think they're going to roll over the Bengals. All right. We'll save some of that for later on this week. Anything we missed, King Babes? Let me scroll some of my old tweets throughout the weekend, see if there's any takes that I need to get back out. Uh, I'm trying to find a thing. Um, it is pronounced Telanoa Hufanga. Mm, thank you. Went to the Niners uh, website. They have. Uh, this uh, this might have ended up being my brother, and I probably not anymore. Uh, but they had uh, a section at the bottom of his bio uh, called his Golden Nuggets, and I liked that a lot because mm. they're the the Niners. I like gold that. mining. Yeah. Uh, and the, there's got a lot of good information on here. So shout out whoever their communications director is or something. Mm. Born uh, February first, two thousand. Wow. How about that? Um. Tom Brady got the unsportsmanlike penalty. That was pretty wild. First of his career, right? How about that? S- someone's going to hear about that. He, like he didn't, like he just said a magic word or something, right? Like I didn't. I think he made like the slightest of contact. Mm. I think the ref was ref was doing the contact rules there. Um, had a tweet. Aaron Donald is one of the best players in NFL history. Kind of not that hot. He's insane. I've been thinking a lot about. Was it last episode we did where we were like, oh, Mike Evans is going to the Hall of Fame, huh? Yeah. And I couldn't stop thinking about that during that game, especially when he when he got that yeah. touchdown. Jalen Ramsey. Like the dude right now. Like cornerbacks move he's one quick, of the, but he's the guy right he's now. He's at least one of the three guys, at least. Rodgers being 0 for 4 versus San Francisco in the playoffs. That's ridiculous. Especially petty Aaron Rodgers that remembers... Every team that passed on him, they're like the number one. He was a Cal guy. 0-4. This was a pretty winnable one. But again, the special teams are so bad. Uh, I mean, Niners kind of also, they also just have the juice over the Rams, right? uh, Yeah. McVay hasn't beaten. They just juice their way to... Like, there's a very good chance of a Niner Super Bowl right now. McVay About literally, 50-50. McVay literally hasn't beaten Shanahan. Both, both those teams, that's, that's their boogeyman. They almost called that interception in the Titans game not an interception. The ball that, like, hit the ground while he was catching oh, yeah. it. That was pretty wild. That's one of those, like, wow, sports should be so easy, but they're just not sometimes. Because it's a catch, but it also hit the ground. Yeah, like it, like just playing with your buddies. Like, yeah, you caught that, but... Like, there's two sides to the argument that are totally right. And the NFL's made the right move by making it a catch. Because that was a catch. But it did hit the ground. I've, but it's catch. Another Packers note, I believe Kevin King is the, is the corner who, who could have caught that. I think so. Right? If I'm not mistaken, I'd love if a Packers fan could correct uh, could correct me on this. I I believe Packers fans like he's in like a just a weird place with them because I think like I think by like metrics and everything he's good and he does cover well, but I, I think he's had a lot of high profile errors. Or I think he had another. I think he had one of those last year. There's a couple um, 
There's just guys who are like that a little bit. There's a couple Green Bay Packers players that, again, the whole thing in Packers land is that they haven't, like, drafted a guy for Rodgers. So they always draft, like, defense. Um, and the guy who made a huge stop for them, so Kevin King doesn't make that play, Rashawn Gary. It was like a Packers bust of all bust. He made a monster play for them last night. Um, Paramus Catholic High School. Mm, Paramus. A great weekend of football. As fun of a weekend of football as you could get. Again, I would have liked to see one of those first two games be decided more so by a team winning than someone making a mistake. Special teams or Tannehill. That's just me. That's just Poppy Gordo. Um, as for now, we'll start wrapping it up on Wake and Jake. 4.9 subs. Let's get the 5K. Let's get, that. Let's get sexy with it. Maybe our QB list episode. Um, next week. Next week. Bakers, I ask you guys to bake the algorithm. Subscribe if you're listening now. Um, hit the like button. Leave a comment. Could be about sports. Could be about anything. Um Last episode from the new studio. What's today? Today's Monday. So this was the first episode from the new studio. Mm-hmm. We got Jake Mast early on. We had some tech difficulties early on. Thank you guys uh, for being patient and appreciating it. Um, a lot of nice comments. It's kind of about everything. Zendino the Great will always give Zendino a shout out. Love how Wake and Jake preserved through Jake bobbing his head to music. The audience could barely hear. No mic to start. BBD dropping a hard F. Uh, proud of you boys. Remember, you can do anything you want in this world. Wow. Wow. Strong words from Z. The G. A lot of congrats on the new office. Um, Malachi said, I like the minimalistic approach with the new intro music. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, so thank you, guys. Someone did say, Bryce Newton said I was looking kind of dainty. So I don't like that. Well, you were dainted up. Dainty. Dainty. Well, the guy adjusted the scaling today, so probably dainty again. Huge. Uh, and I already gave out my bro. It's Cooper Cup. Not sure why he's not getting more love. BBD, you got a bro? Ooh. Looks like you got a bro over there. Almost went. <sighs> you know, I normally don't go to a losing team, but Gabriel Davis, you get four TDs. That's a good one. Yeah. Wide receivers up. Wide receiver app. It looks like you got some fan mail behind you over there. I'm scared to turn around because the last time, yeah, it was it was. You a, don't have to you, be scared. Uh, UMass. I want to do that to you. Oh, I can do that. No, did you just tell him to shrink me? We're ending the episode. We're ending the episode. Thank you guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed a really fun weekend of NFL football. John Boy Media, we talking baseball coming up in a little bit. He dainted me just a little bit. Medium daint right now. I guess Derek Jeter's crotch beside me doesn't help with the daintiness, does it? I don't think it does. Um, Chris Rose rotation, Whit Merrifield episode out today. Ooh, pinstripe strong. What's Joe's talking about? Gotta know. Uh, we got some plans, watchings coming out. Talking Giants, as BBD referenced. 
Uh, some talking football stuff floating out on the interstate. Check out the tube. Uh, go check all of it out. Anything John Boy Media. Again, we have a big secret event kind of going on this week. You'll get some details leaked. We'll be back either Friday morning live or we'll pre-record on. I'm thinking Friday morning live. We'll kind of see how this week goes. Sorry for sorry for the teaser there, but Jake sucks. You compound guys recorded best. last night. It's coming. What recorded? I compound recorded. Compound last night. recorded. Fake it. <laughs>